Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. In the heart of a small, vibrant town, Emily stood amidst her quaint flower shop. She was surrounded by a riot of colors and fragrances. And to the outside world, her life was like a picturesque screen. A dream blossomed into reality. Yet, beneath the surface, Emily's journey was a tapestry of resilience, woven together through trials and triumphs. Years ago, Not many knew, but Emily faced a daunting setback with a sudden illness, which left her unable to pursue her career as a dancer. So her dreams were shattered. She found herself adrift in a sea of uncertainty, and it was at this moment of despair that the seeds of resilience were sown. Emily began to invest her time in gardening. It was a hobby that she has always loved, but never really pursued passionately. As she nurtured her plants, she found parallels in her own life. Just as her flowers needed care and patience to bloom, she realized she needed also the same to heal and to grow. Gradually, her hobby blossomed into a thriving business. Her flower shop became a sanctuary, not just for her, but for the townsfolks who sought beauty and peace. Yet. The true beauty was in Emily's journey of self-discovery and also resilience. In her story, resilience was not about never falling, but about learning to rise every time she did fall. It was about adopting and changing course, being adaptive, flexible. When the original path was blocked, finding strength in places that she never even knew existed. Now, she's arranged a bouquet with delicate hands. Emily reflects on her journey. Her resilience has been and had been like the roots of the plants, unseen but vital. They're anchoring her through storms, nurturing her towards a new and a vibrant horizon. Hey guys, welcome into the podcast. You have reached Rethink Podcast. My name is Kelly. I'm your host. If you haven't guessed so far today, we're in uh, part three of our series on reconstructing your self-concept. And today uh, we've got the privilege of talking about nurturing your resilience, nurturing resilience. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Again, welcome in. If this is your first time to the podcast, guys, where you been? Where have you been? You got some catching up to do. We're in season three. This is show 30. 
which means you've got 29 shows in this season and two additional seasons to go back and uh, binge holiday season. So you got plenty of time. So welcome aboard. Go ahead now. Subscribe to the podcast so that you make sure that you don't forget who we are and where you found us. We're available on all and I do mean all podcast platforms. Old timers, welcome back. Thank you guys so much. You guys are really you guys really listen. And I really appreciate uh, that. Uh, I asked you last week. I'm going to ask you this week, too. But I asked you uh, not last week. This was a few days ago. I asked you to uh, go out to whatever platform you listen to us on. Uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It doesn't matter. Uh, We're on Pandora. We're everywhere. You can find us. Wherever you are, give us a review. Give us a five-star rating, four-star, five-star, whatever's the top. Give us the top rating and write us a very quick but good review. This helps us to grow. It helps uh, new folks to find us, to find us. So if you do that for us, we'd be greatly appreciative. We are uh, in a series, and it is called Reconstructing Your Self-Concept. Reconstructing Your Self-Concept. The first part of that series, uh, we talked about um, reconstructing your mindset. And then we talked about what was the second part? Let's see. Reconstructing your mindset was number one. And then number two. Oh, how can I forget? Authentic identity formation. This one was new to a lot of folks, but it's been getting tons and tons of views and downloads. You've never heard of authentic identity formation. This was part two in our series of reconstructing your self-concept. Go back and listen to that. That's show uh, number 29. FYI, on show 28, and I think I put it in the notes for the others, but there's a great download, great download for reconstructing your self-concept. 30 days to reconstructing your self-concept. Normally, this book you would have to pay for. We've got an ebook for our listeners, free of charge. Go download Reconstructing 30 Days to Reconstructing Yourself Concept, where you're going to hear all of what we talked about here in the podcast. It's going to give you practical daily applications of how to do this. Okay, 30 Days to Reconstructing Your Self Concept, and it's free just for listening here at Rethink Podcast. Uh, let me look, let me look at my notes. I think that's everything I want to talk to you guys about before we get going. Yep. That's everything. Let's get going. Uh, Emily. What'd you guys think? Emily, there's a great story coming in talking about Emily and nurturing resilience. That's what we're going to talk about today. The primary problem. Let's make sure we have that out in front. The primary problem that we're addressing today on the podcast as it relates to nurturing resilience, is the challenge of developing and maintaining, that's the key, maintaining resilience in the face of adversities. Uh, I'll tell you that life is about challenges for the purpose of growth, for the purpose ultimately of self-realization. Okay? Again, life is full of challenges for the purpose of growth, for the further purpose of self-realization, to really understand who you are. This particular episode, we're talking about nurturing your resilience, and it aims to explore how uh, a strong self-concept serves as a foundation for resilience, 
and it helps individuals high-performing like yourself to effectively cope with setbacks and failures, okay? What we know here is that setbacks, failures, and formerly problems are all learning opportunities, the opportunities for us to grow. So by understanding and reinforcing your self-concept, in other words, who do you deep down believe yourself to be, people like you can create an internal armor. No matter what happens, you have an armor that not only helps you recover from these challenges, but also helps you to grow and helps you to thrive in personal and professional pursuits. Okay, it's all about relationships, personal or professional, doesn't really matter. This is going to help you to move forward in both. So the episode seeks to provide you with insights. We're going to give you some techniques. We're going to give you some real life examples. You're going to have some homework to do. I'm going to give you two different articles we research. You got a lot here. So just uh, sit back and enjoy. Let's start off as we like to do. And let's discuss a definition. What's our working definition for resilience? Well, nurture resilience focus on understanding how self-concept serves as an anchor for resilience. The topic is essential because resilience is not just about uh, bouncing back, let's say, from challenges, but also about using those experiences to foster growth and development. My um, uh, youngest daughter recently had a um, challenge, which she met with excellence, and she exceeded wherein many people did not in the same challenge. You know, she's she's still in school. And one of the things that I shared with her and encouraged her to do was to put this in her mental file cabinet, you know, archive it. Why? Because there are going to be more challenges. There are going to be more things to do as you explore this environment, as you explore who you are. It's going to get more challenging. But if you file this, remember how this feels today. Because when the next challenge comes, you say, you know what? This feels challenging, but it feels very much like I felt previously. And what was my result? I got through it and I exceeded it. So guess what? Chances are I can get through this and I can exceed this. What's the definition for resilience? Resilience refers to the ability to recover from setbacks, to adapt well to change, and to keep going in the face of adversity. This works in your marriage. This works in your partnerships. This works in your entrepreneurship, your businesses. This works in your career goals. This works in school, students, you know, high school, grad students, and in between. This works to be resilient. You know, one class uh, in the midst of many uh, difficulty may seem large, but the truth of the matter is if you remain resilient, you can still reach your goal. The importance of understanding resilience is crucial for achieving your goals because there are going to be challenges, because you have to learn. Life is a classroom, there are going to be opportunities to learn. A lot of these opportunities are going to come in the form of what we perceive as problems. That's, I just want you to listen to that, and I want you to take it in. Life is a classroom, and you're here to learn. Many of the lessons that we need to learn 
will present themselves in the form of problems, obstacles. You've got to know that they're opportunities. Okay, it all has to do with the way you perceive it. So again, the importance is, you know, uh, it's crucial for achieving goals. It helps individuals navigate obstacles and challenges without losing your momentum or your confidence. One of the things that you have to work toward is failing and not falling, failing and not falling. When you fail at a particular thing, but you don't stop, you don't allow that to to quell your momentum. You're learning. Self-concept, self-concept. Here here are the roles of self-concept in nurturing resilience. Okay, this is what we're going to talk about now. We've got about five of these. The role of self-concept in nurturing resilience or the vice versa, nurturing resilience in the role of building or rebuilding your self-concept, depending on how you look at it. This is according to psychology today. Your self-concept includes your perception of your body, your capabilities and your emotions, your bodies, your capabilities and your emotions. It involves how you see your place in various social categories. How do you see yourself in age, gender, and race? A strong positive self-concept can provide a stable foundation for resilience. When people have a clear and positive view of themselves, they're more likely to withstand challenges and recover from them effectively. Um, Relationships sometimes end. They just do. People grow apart. Um, careers sometimes take alternate path. You leave a company that you think you're going to be there forever and you're, you're somewhere else or you're on your own. You've been an entrepreneur, but your journey is still going. Your journey is still going. So the resilience is necessary in order to further your journey, your growth. The ideal self, the self-image and the self-esteem. How do you build resilience with uh, you, to you know to further construct your self concept? Well, let's talk about self image and self esteem first before we get into who is your ideal self. Number one, self image, self esteem. There are integral parts of your self concept. Your self image, your self esteem are very important. It's how we see ourselves. You know, if you see yourself as strong, you're strong. You see yourself as weak, you're weak. How do we see ourselves? This includes physical appearance and mental representations. While self-esteem refers to how we value ourselves, how do you value yourself? This is particularly in relationships, what you will withstand, what you will put up with. If you're a person of high value and you value yourself, You won't allow people to treat you certain ways because you respect yourself and you value yourself. Sometimes people have low self-esteem. They put up with a lot because they don't feel like they deserve uh, good treatment. Quite not. They don't treat themselves well. Your ideal self. This represents your vision of your best self. This I refer to a lot of times as your higher self, your best formation of yourself on your best day with your best thoughts and your best actions. Who are you? This includes or encompasses our dreams, our aspirations, and our goals. 
If you have a well-defined ideal self, you can inspire progress towards goals and improve your overall well-being. In other words, if you have a well-defined identity, self-created of who you believe yourself to be, then you can create for yourself because you're a creator. You can create for yourself a place in this earth, on this earth. And people will have to respect that. Who do you say that you are? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Here's an offer we thought you'd be interested in. Are you looking to develop and create stunning coursework? Uh, launch your stunning academy website in a snap. You can choose from among 50 plus designer made, ready to go, industry specific site templates to launch your website fast and with confidence. It's very simple, very powerful. They're flexible courses. You can wave goodbye to dull educational content. There are countless ways to package and distribute your learning content. Create listed or private courses that can be paid or free courses, or you can drip feed your content to build and to nurture your audience the way that you want. You can create compelling and interactive courses, leverage the most rich library of learning activities, and undoubtedly the most customizable course player in the market to build flexible learning experiences to keep your listeners engaged. And lastly, be the boss of your content and design your final course product exactly as you envision it. Preview it as you build it in real time. Get it up and running fast than you ever have imagined. Why don't you go down the show notes, guys, today and uh, click on Learns World. If you're interested in building courses that matter, you can monetize, create memberships, create courses, and create passive income for yourself. So support our sponsor, Learns World. Studies to prove this. Studies on nurture and resilience. A study published on PubMed, uh, P-U-B-M-E-D, Publication Med, discusses the concept of nurture and resilience, particularly in children and adolescents, because, of course, this is done at an early age. It highlights that resilience acts as a protective mechanism, maintaining mental balance and promoting positive mental health in the face of adversities. This study underscores the importance of developing secure connections to support self-acceptance. So many people are in opposition to them to, to, to their selves. They're in opposition to the way they look, uh, to, to their body image, and so forth. They're not even accepting themselves. So imagine other people are not accepting them. So this aids in temporary reactivity when faced with environmental hardships, external you know, a stimuli. So you got yourself being hard on yourself and then externally society is also joining in. Implications for self-concept. This study suggests that understanding patterns and processes of resilience can enable individuals to nurture resilience. This involves recognizing the need to change in response to difficult circumstances. In other words, you're learning. You're in a classroom. Here's a recommendation. You take the recommendation and you make the change. And optimizing your mental health through the challenges, because it's very important. 
very important to feel good about what you're doing. Feel good about yourself. What are some practical applications? We're going to talk a little bit more in detail, but let's start here. Self-awareness and goal setting. Self-awareness and goal setting. Just be aware of one's strengths and weaknesses in key building resilience. Setting realistic goals. Hear me well. Setting realistic goals based on this understanding can lead to more effective coping strategies in the face of adversity. Let's say, for example, your goal is to eat this entire elephant. A realistic goal would be to do it a bite at a time, which could aid you in actually accomplishing your goal. An unrealistic goal would be you setting out to do it all in one sitting, which, of course, could result in a setback and you not achieving your goal. The purpose here in the in the. Uh, the light that needs to be shined here is that you can achieve your goals if you set realistic ones, and it'll help motivate you along the way if you achieve it a little at a time. Empirical examples. Consider an athlete who suffers a, uh, I know the initial coming, we were talking about Emily, and she had an injury that stopped her from dancing, but consider an athlete who suffers a career-threatening injury. Football, baseball, doesn't really matter. Basketball. Their resilience is not just in physical recovery, let's say, but in mentally adapting to their current situation, possibly finding new ways to stay involved in their sport. Let's say, for example, with Emily, she had a uh, physical problem, an injury that stopped her from doing what she loved, which was dancing. You were a basketball player. And you've always been a basketball player and you hurt your Achilles or you hurt your uh, meniscus or something that is you can't recover from. What if you're a basketball coach or marketing rep or a team owner? How does that fit within um, being resilient? You're still being you're still in a sport that you love and you're still providing some value. Holistic approach to resilience. In case you're interested in that. Building resilience involves a combination of self-awareness, number one, self-acceptance, number two, and a proactive approach to personal growth. Not reactive, proactive, meaning that you will set out each day on your morning routine, evening routine, to pronounce yourself using the affirmations that we always talk about here on Rethink Podcast. You are pronouncing, you're doing your mirror work. You're looking at yourself every day. You're saying who you are and where you're going. You're proactive, not reactive. Something hasn't, you know, something hasn't happened that promotes your response. You are acting on the day. You're being proactive. Okay. Um, This is about understanding who you are and acknowledging your capabilities and your limitations and using the knowledge that you have to navigate life's challenges understanding that more is going to come to you. So I want to give you a few practical daily exercises before we break out. Number one is the perspective on um, uh, annoyances. Ask yourself if a minor annoyance will matter in five years. You know, some days you get really annoyed at stuff 
and it consumes you for like more time than you think it should. Let's say, you know, somebody, I don't know, didn't let you in in traffic or they cut you off or took your parking space and you get so annoyed at the lack of quality of individual in the world today or so you think. Is that going to matter to you two years from now, three years from now, five years from now? Possibly you're going to forget about it. And if it, if this doesn't matter, it may not be worth disturbing the peace that you have today. You get what I'm saying? Don't get so upset and hold on to it for so long. Let it go. This practice involves de- uh, developing a long-term perspective. You're looking at things from a different perspective, different, different point of view. And you want to differentiate between significant challenges and minor challenges, minor irritations, quite honestly, annoyances, reducing unnecessary stress, unnecessary energy, unnecessary emotional drain. Why give an anonymous person so much attention? They've gone on with their day. Probably didn't even know they cut you off. Don't spend your time fuming all the way to work about somebody that cut you off 20 miles ago. Perspective of minor annoyances. Number two, quality time and inspiring individuals. Here's a method. Each day, spend quality time with it, or at least once a week, with someone who inspires you. This is one of my most favorite things to do. Don't always be the smartest person in the room. Find yourself a mentor and be around that mentor. Find multiple, quite honestly. Find people that inspire you and spend time around them. Here's the application. Engage with inspiring individuals. They can provide you with motivation. They can help you to find a fresh perspective and emotional support. This could be through friendship, mentorship, professional relationship. You could sit on the board with people. I've got a couple different relationships. I sit on a few um I work with a couple different groups and one is a board and this particular board I'm really inspired by because the people there are doing awesome things. And quite honestly, they're really, really smart people. And I just enjoy being around them because I find myself thriving in their presence, just trying to keep up because they've done, <laughs> they've done so much. And I just, I don't know, I just feel good about this particular board that I sit on. Just an awesome opportunity. People are challenging. People have great ideas and it challenges me to, to do the same. All right, so that was quality time. What about volunteering? Do you volunteer at all in your local community? Engage in volunteer work. Research shows that volunteering is associated with better physical and emotional, yes, mental health, and it increases your longevity. Do something for someone else without being paid or without telling people about it. Just do it. I'm telling you from personal experience. You're not going to have a better feeling when you go out and you help people. You can deliver food, help someone change their tires, win a rise, a senior's home, mentor a young person. It doesn't matter. Volunteer. Volunteering can offer a sense of purpose, community connection, and an opportunity to contribute positively, all of which are components of building resilience, believe it or not. And it's a part of self-confidence and esteem. And you know what it does also? One of the smaller attributes, it takes your mind off of you. We build up our problems and obstacles, i.e. opportunities, so much that we're always hyper-focused on what's going on with us. But when you volunteer and you put your energy into someone else, 
and you take your mind off, off, off of you and your problem works itself out while you're helping other people. This is my experience. Volunteering is one of the things I love to do. The next thing is find meaningful, uh, find meaning in difficulties. Find meaning in difficulties. We're all faced with adversity. Our goal should be to try and find a positive aspect or something to learn from this experience, from this challenge. What does this involve? We've got to reframe the challenge. Number one, we talk about it here all the time. It's no longer a problem. It's a challenge. No longer a problem. It is a potential. It is a, a, a way for us to learn. Reframe the challenge as opportunities for growth and for learning. And you can foster a positive outlook and resilience by doing that. The last thing is be optimistic and be mindful. Practice meditation and mindfulness. Practice an optimism. And it's really hard to do these days. It's really hard to do, period, because you've got to be conscious of your thoughts and therefore your words and ultimately your actions. If you're around people who are negative, glass half full, you have a tendency to follow their train of thought. Watch what you are thinking and watch what you're saying. Don't go down the rabbit hole. Be optimistic, even in the face of an obvious deficit. Be optimistic. Don't say, well, what's the worst that can happen? You be the one person that says, what's the best case scenario? Always be optimistic. Practice optimism through mindfulness. Shift your attention from negative to positive about the present and about the future. Mindfulness reduces um, anxiety, stress. It enhances resilience. It helps you to focus on a positive outcome while others are seeing, hey, I don't know how this is going to work out. It's not going to work out. It's going to be terrible. You be the one that looks at it from a different point of view, from a positive point of view and maintain hope, maintain a solution. Go into every challenge knowing that there's a solution. The solution is within you. All right, guys, uh, this was short today, but uh, powerful because, man, I just, I doing the research on this, I just, it was just a no brainer. But I do have some homework for you. And this is some articles we're going to put into the show notes. And this is about nurturing resilience and importance of self concept and a strong self concept. And it's uh, around, you know, uh, psychology. Matter of fact, it comes from a blog that's on psychology today. I'm going to jump over to the website because this blog offers insights and discussions on resilience, particularly in the context of personal development and mental health. And I think both of those areas are very important, particularly mental health. Mental health is uh, crucial, uh, not only for us, but for our uh, young people. And I want you to look in the show notes. I want you to, uh, what did I do with the article now? Um, no, I can't. Okay, here we go. All right. So if you go over to psychology, well, go into the show notes, number one. And we've left two links. One is nurture resilience. Actually, it's only one link. It just looks like two because it's long. 
It's called Nurturing Resilience on Psychology Today, and it'll take you over to psychologytoday.com. And it talks about nurturing resilience, raising children to be competent and caring. So uh, parenting, stress, stress, relationships, resilience, um, spirituality, children thrive in neighborhoods with safe amenities, education, happy teachers create successful students. Uh, parenting, how many activities are good for a child's mental health? There are a lot of good articles here. Uh, loneliness, are you lonely this Christmas? You're not the only one. All this is appropriate information for the times, so we're going to give you a little bit of support through the, <laughs> through the auspices of homework, and I'd ask that you go over there and check out these articles. We do a lot of research to make sure that there's a lot of value in the podcast that you're listening to. And there are things that you can use. You can bookmark. You can save. You can go back and refer to. So when you're feeling a little out of sorts, these things can help you. Okay, so you bookmark, save and uh, keep these things in the event that you need them or share them just like with this podcast. Share them with a family member, a friend, a loved one or associate, anyone that you believe uh, that will need. Uh, some help being resilient. Okay. If this has been uh, meaningful for you, give us, you know, five stars, four stars, five stars, and a really good review. We would appreciate it. And we're going to come back. I think we've got two more to do in our series of reconstructing yourself concept. This was the third in a series. This was the third in a series. And we're going to do a total of five uh, breakouts. So this was the third. Nurturing Resilience. Thank you guys so much for listening to Rethink Podcast. As always, it is my pleasure to be your host. Uh, guys, have a great day. And uh, two days from now is two, three days. Three days from now is Thanksgiving. And if we don't do another podcast, I think we will. But if we don't do another podcast before then, I'm just going to tell you happy Thanksgiving. And I hope you're having a great fall season. Take care, guys. Thank you. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering eBooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks guys for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.